This content is suitable for curious and objective listeners and viewers only. User discretion is advised. You know, they say if you don't know where you come from, you don't know where you go. The chapters run out. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's how early can you realize these chapters matter? These pages in these chapters, mm-hmm. they really, really matter. How early can you realize that? So to get to me, you have to go down this dirt road, right? Mm-hmm. Like through some rice fields until you reach the lake. And then you have to get on a boat and cross the lake to get to me. What? Yep. People go over there and think it's gonna be rainbows and sunshines <laughs> until you're, you know, pooping in a hole, <laughs> showering in a lake. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Mashramani is like an indigenous word for a job well done. So it's like a big celebration. Like that's their carnival. Like me and you apply for a government job. Uh-huh. We have the same credentials. Yeah. But I have this stamp, this non-competitive eligibility. They'll pick me over you. They have to. Wow. They have to. Have to. Have to. And what is it called? Non-competitive eligibility. Bachelor of Political Science, a minor in business. No, it's funny. Uh, my boy, mm-hmm. Alex, same exact thing. Really? <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. School? Uh, yeah, I kind of <laughs> did, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that shit crazy? Yeah. No, it's like, you didn't want to do law school. Like, I just want to do business. I just, yeah, bro. I, I just, want to do sales. That's it. Law school makes it seem like, yeah, yeah, yeah people yeah. are like, oh, yeah, law school. And yeah. then once you realize, you're like, ah, nah. Yeah, like, nah, uh, no. I'm not trying to read all that. <laughs> yeah, bro, it's not yeah, it's not, the, not what I want to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so welcome to another edition of The Credentials. I'm your host, Charles, and we have another illustrious guest in the building, my dog, Martin Alexis. Welcome to the show. How are you doing, brother? Uh, my dog is a University of Florida graduate. He's also someone that was in Theta Chi fraternity like myself. Shout out, Ox. Shout out, the boys. Shout out, Seb. <laughs> uh, he's also someone that has a degree in political science with a minor in concentration in business. And now he's a consultant with a financial service company in Miami. And he's also done something where he uh, taught in a jungle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah. For, for the Peace Corps. Yeah. Um, in, in Guyana, to be exact. And fun fact, Guyana is actually in South America. It's... Uh, not in Africa, but mm-hmm. it sounds like Ghana. It sounds like everyone yeah. thinks I say Ghana. Yeah. Everybody like, yeah. oh, what part of Africa? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, so uh, like I said, welcome to the show and, and thanks for taking some time out of your day. Of course, bro. Thanks for having me. All it's right, an so honor. Let's get straight to it. How was the jungle, bro? The jungle. How, how was the jungle? <laughs> what, what are we talking here? Like you had to like... Did you did you bathe in the lake or something? Yeah, I, exactly that. Like we lived <laughs> right on a lake, <laughs> really, right, right on the lake. Yeah, it was beautiful, beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Right, but the lake was used for everything. Right, you shower there every morning, every afternoon. You know, it was kind of nice. Yeah, because because <laughs> you see, like everyone in the village is down there. Everyone's having a good time in the morning and shit. So mm-hmm. it was really cool. Uh, the water's like black. They call wow. it the black water. Wow. Yeah, it's supposed to heal your wounds. And if you drink from it, you're supposed to come back. So talk about Laos. This is, what yeah. is that? What, like, mm-hmm. what is that experience like? What that experience was amazing. Like mm-hmm. to say the least, right? I was just finished my sophomore year of college and I just went out. How right? much was the ticket? How much ticket to get there? Yeah. That was like $2,500. Wow. Easily, easily, wow. Easily. <laughs> easily. Like, easily. no question asked. Like that shit was expensive. <laughs> You know, but that that shows, you know, how much it really meant to you. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, dude. And how when you are committed to your purpose, you'll figure it out. Even if you don't have it, when you're committed to your purpose and you believe, you'll make it happen. You'll make it happen, bro. You'll Once find- you set your mind onto something, that's all you need. Exactly. Because who would have known about standard patient? 
you would have never known about that <laughs> unless you had to get twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah. Like, All right. I'm gonna learn today. <laughs> I'm gonna give my body to the medical yeah, school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But also, it's like how crazy it is the fact that we do have a great medical program at yep. UF to where they have the funding. We're thinking next level. You know, they yeah. have the funding to be like, let's give our students a chance to look at a live body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you can't go to Broward College and be like, no, that. You know what I'm probably saying? Probably not. Or I don't know. Maybe you can. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like when you open yourself up to it, you're like, I'm going to figure it out. You know, it's kind of yeah. like when you need money, you got to be willing to do mm-hmm. what you got to do. Yeah. You know, and I feel like, yeah, most people need to have the grind in them. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you have the grind in you. Yeah. You know, I know that you got yeah. that <laughs> spirit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's like you said, it's it's when you put yourself in that uncomfortable situation, you know, because you can mm-hmm. easily just be like. Uh, maybe next time you know. Maybe next time Yeah You know what I'm saying or I'll work in the summer And then mm-hmm. I'll go next year But it's like Nah You got to go now I know I want to get back And I know this is my opportunity mm-hmm. Let me just attack it And then let me plan You know what I'm saying It's like action yeah. Then plan we'll Worry about it after <laughs> yeah, Exactly I mean yeah. it's kind of like We were talking about before About mm-hmm. opportunities You can't let opportunities pass you Exactly Right If I had pushed it off Like a year later I probably would never have done it Real talk You know Real talk Like oh life's too much for me right now Let me push it off to another year Or push it off to another year Nah Real talk Do it right now Real talk Right now Just like this This is right now It's like I Mm -hmm. really want to Get your story Your experiences Like It's like I always Was curious of like What What were you doing You know In these countries (laughs) Like what was it like Yeah You know So it's like I want to hear about it now Because I think Especially you know in, In this This month You know Being February And this time period It's cool Exposure you know, exactly. exposure to different experiences because there's probably people like you that want to do something similar and like want to give back but don't even know how or don't know what it takes exactly you know and are too shy or too you know just or don't have the exposure to it exactly and that's one of the biggest reasons why i want to talk to you about this because i feel like you know once you hear about all these trips internationally all you everyone there is white yeah. You know, like, <laughs> and they're the ones, you know, taking advantage, traveling and like yeah. having these global perspectives. But like more people that look like us mm-hmm. should like, I know it's harder, right? It for is. a lot of people, but like travel experience, that's something that broadens your soul more than anything else, you know, getting that global perspective. And I want, I would love, I love being able to talk to you about this. And like, I guess the whole idea of this podcast yeah. is for people that look like us to be like, oh, wow, I can go travel somewhere else mm-hmm. and give back, you know, like there's so much more out there. Mm-hmm. And like that global perspective is everything. Yeah. It's everything, especially when you're young. Yeah, exactly. You know? And it shows you to be more appreciative. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. You know, like, oh like, yeah. When they say the grass isn't uh, greener on the other side; it's greener where you, where you uh, water it. Water it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like we don't know what you got until you don't got it. Exactly. You don't know what exactly. you got. Exactly. Like, even sometimes, you know, I, for me, I went to Europe and I was like, you get everyone in my family who was with me can tell you that. Like, wasn't with it. It wasn't with it. <laughs> it wasn't my thing. Yes, you know yes, like, yes, yes. All right, I'm gonna take a picture behind like a cool backdrop, but it's like shacks yeah, behind me. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Like, is this really dope? <laughs> is it? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or it's like okay, cool. Like, I mean, we're in America. Like, there's food everywhere. There's 
Good food everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even quote unquote the bad food tastes good. The bad good. food is good, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's Kentucky so much. fried chicken is not good for you, but it tastes it good. It tastes good. Let's set it up like that. You know, McDonald's isn't good for you, but it tastes good and mm-hmm. it's affordable, except in New York. <laughs> when I went to New York, I was like, y'all don't have a dollar menu? For real? Yeah, bro. <laughs> That's crazy. What? Yeah. That what? Like, <laughs> like, you have to spend at least two dollars. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that sucks. Like, like there's literally no dollars. It's a high class McDonald's. Though. No, everywhere from from the good areas to the not so good areas, there's literally no dollar menu. Damn. I was like, wow. Wow, McDonald's really trying to squeeze people like that, huh? No, just New York. That's New, New York. York. Oh, that's okay. New York cost thing. of living is just much higher. I, that's when it really hit me. Like the cost of living here is different. Like mm-hmm. I literally don't have a dollar menu. Wow. And, and what's crazy too, like also from like a produce standpoint, we're going food. Like mm-hmm. they had no produce. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Where <laughs> they had, like, like, I had to. Where get, are you gonna get the fresh yeah, fruits and I had vegetables? To get fruits from the smoothie shop, like on the subway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was fire. It was I fire. bet it was. Yeah, but I feel but like, damn, I'm like, damn, dude, they just have a monopoly on all the fresh fruits. But also, I didn't really know the cuts and spots. They really there's fresh fruit there, but like mm-hmm. you have to know how to get to it to know where you're going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially because it's not like um, Publix is. You know, what I'm saying big mm-hmm. shop. It's like bodegas. Okay, that look like they blend in, and it's like oh, mm-hmm. I got the, I got everything. In you here. got the good. You got the mangoes yeah, in the back. You got, yeah, you got <laughs> the fresh vegetables and everything. But yeah, you gotta know how to how to navigate where to go. That, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like. Just like going back to your traveling, it's just like you have to know or at least be exposed into what it takes for uh, or what's possible before you can um, uh, take advantage. Exactly. You you can't take advantage of something you don't know about. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. How are you gonna How are you gonna know about it unless you go and do it? Yeah. Right. Or I guess unless someone shows you. Environment. You have to be an environment because someone doesn't have to show you. But if someone's not showing you, you have to be in that environment. And then, then it comes to, to the next level of self-awareness, you know? Like, mm-hmm. are you aware of these opportunities? Oh, these aren't... They don't just come, like... They don't just come. Like, like you're only, you know, in that position of, like, high school or college. Technically once, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, because once you're done with it, you're done with it. It's not like, all right, I get my degrees. Let me go pretend I don't have them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Them again. <laughs> do this all over again. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, you can get a higher degree, but once you get to higher level of education, it's a different experience. It's different. Yeah, it's a different ballgame. Yeah, it's a, it's a different experience. Going back to Laos. Like, oh, yes, yes. That's what that we're like? on. What was the scenery like? Describe the scenery. Just describe those experiences. Yeah, so we touched down in Luang Prabang. I don't know if I said that properly. I, pro- I probably messed that shout up. Out, shout out, yeah. Wong. Shout out, Wong Prabang. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, <laughs> so that place was cool, right? It was like the second biggest village there or a town, right? So this this one had like uh, cars and like little you know little bikes and stuff. So is this in like China, Japan? No. So this is like Southeast Asia, right? So like smack in between Thailand and Vietnam, oh, right? Okay. So this place is like oh, so it's like a like a state, the like a state, like in between like. Florida and Texas is yeah, but it's its own country. Yeah, but country Mm -hmm. is a state. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like to equate it. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and um, so this place is like very, very Buddhist, like conservatively Buddhist. Yeah, I mean, actually, one of the things that we did the first day, there's um, this ceremony called Om, right? So in the morning, the the monks they walk around, and like people are just you know putting rice in their bowls because that's all they eat for the whole day. 
right so i think they can't eat after like uh 12 right so from six to like 12 or i think we did it like six in the morning right they have like this whole bowl and they walk around and people you know put like rice in there for them and pretty much they just eat that bowl of rice for the like that whole morning and then they're done for the day right so there's yeah there's like they're like very conservatively buddhist there there's like temples everywhere wow. got to explore the temples and stuff did what was you, that like that like, was temples like describe that and temples like beautiful on the inside like there's gold everywhere and like there's yeah there's paintings and stuff all over them and uh yeah it's 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 really spiritual there like very much so we were able to like meditate with the monks like in their temples and stuff yeah. and like yeah that so not everyone just the monks do the rice in the morning yeah yeah those are just the monks oh, okay. yeah yeah for sure everybody else is living you know kind of like the rat race yeah a little bit because this is like a bigger town mm-hmm. right so there's like little shops and stuff and uh but that's not where we stayed for the most part right so after that was just like where we the airport was uh, right <laughs> so yeah exactly exactly like all right yeah you know enjoy enjoy this for like the next day and then after that it was like um four hour like <laughs> four hours in a, in a van all right let's go, go Orlando. let's go let's go <laughs> straight to the jungle <laughs> So yeah, it was like four hours in a van going through the mountains, right? Because there's mountains everywhere, man. Everywhere. It's beautiful. So you're going four mountains, four hours through the mountains, and then like an hour down a river. And eventually we get to like this little village. It's called Sopchem, right? And we were like the first group of like volunteers to be there, right? So I guess, let me give some background. The main goal for our trip there was to make a water tank for them, right? Because their clean source of water was six kilometers away. Right, so so give United describe their background. Are they just are they like a houses or a home type of like program where like they build stuff, they go to the different countries and yeah, yes, pretty much. So it's give volunteers and they go, they only have a few places, right? So it's like Nicaragua, uh, Tanzania, Laos, and Nepal, Mm -hmm. and oh, and Thailand, right? So yeah, they do a little bit of both, right? So you do construction projects, like sustainable construction projects. So one of the things that we did, we uh, instead of bricks, right, we would get like these water bottles and pack them with sand and dirt and like trash, and eventually they become as strong as bricks. Like they built, wow. they've built whole schools with these bricks, wow. like completely sturdy. Like yeah, these things are amazing, right? So sustainable development is, I guess, the goal. But then also on the side, you know, you have the other another half of volunteers who do like teaching, right? So if you want, you can go do help with the construction, or you can help teach English in the village, right? So what you do? I did a little bit of both, but mainly the construction because there was more, I guess, because I was, you know, I was a sophomore in college. I was a little younger. I wanted that venture. Yeah. Right. Because that that was way cooler. That was way cooler because we had to pipe, you know, six kilometers worth of piping. Wow. Right. So we were like going up and down like the mountain with pipes and like trying to <laughs> attach things. And it was, wow. yeah, it was wild. Yeah. Wait, it was really so cool. Let me ask you a question. So, so like talk about, talk about the, the Peace Corps. What? What was your motivation, your inspiration behind that? So for the Peace Corps, I always knew I wanted to to help people. And going into college, I knew I wanted to join the Peace Corps, right? So in high school, I was I had a class, like an anthropology class. And the teacher actually brought somebody who was in the Peace Corps there. And she was, you know, talking about her experience and stuff. I was like, oh, wow, this is pretty cool. But, you know, it was in the back of my mind. didn't really know if this is something I wanted to do. Then flash forwards to college, I was like, all right, well, I need to do something that's like helpful and worthwhile to like i don't know the world so one day i was uh 
this kind of belongs not that long of a story but it's kind of how i started it's all good. but uh you got time yeah <laughs> good <laughs> you got time so with it. <laughs> so uh one day i was walking through campus right you know you're walking through like the big main area in like turlington mm-hmm. and uh people are always passing out flyers and stuff and you always try to pay attention like act like you're not paying attention yeah. you don't want people yeah, to come yeah, and talk yeah. to you well i was actually one of those people handing out flyers yeah well <laughs> I, I became one of those exactly. people after <laughs> they get you they, they get you they get you <laughs> so one person i'm walking and they're like hey do you like adventure and want to help people and i was like those are my two favorite things what do you mean <laughs> so it gives me a flyer right so it's this organization called give volunteers right shout out give and um pretty much they had locations you know all across the world like south america africa southeast asia where you would go there for a few weeks and you know give back like be a part of a community and like help them and give back right so i was like this is awesome but i didn't have any money right and you needed money to go there you need to buy the plane ticket and stuff so i like i hustled (laughs) i hustled a lot like i did jobs like all over uf you know i was a bouncer for a while (laughs) at shucks if you remember shucks and then saga and stuff i did uh was it a standardized patient right so so that's pretty much you help the the med school Mm -hmm. right but you're like you're you're like their test subject right so pretty much they call you in like all right so the students are learning about um like i don't know back injuries and stuff so you got to pretend like you have a back injury and then the (laughs) students have to come and do all these tests on you or if you do um ultrasounds that's when i did a lot right so that was kind (laughs) of cool because you just like lay on your back so they would come and do ultrasounds and like you know look at your insides and like ooh and ah because they're learning it in class right so like oh yeah this is your spleen and this and i'm just like laying back you know just like (laughs) so yeah it was random things like that and hustled so that i could you know go and uh, so I ended up deciding going to Southeast Asia, right? So Laos. Oh wow! Yeah, it's like right between Vietnam and Thailand. It's okay. like a small country. So that was the first time you did it. Yeah, first okay. time. And then after doing that, I was like, "Yo." So mm-hmm. eight twenty five hundred for the ticket, and after that, did they cover like? Yeah, so that's the thing. You do have to pay more for the the trip because they you know pay for all your meals and you pay for for you to stay, mm-hmm. right? So that's like another grand and a half. So this is what I'm telling you. I hustled. Yeah. I hustled because you can't. You can't. There's no other way to do it. Yeah. Right. And I realized like this is how I want to travel. You know, you can spend if you want to go to Southeast Asia. Yeah, go Southeast Asia. You're gonna spend the same amount of money that I spent, just being a tourist. Yeah. Right. You're not. You're never gonna talk to anybody. Yeah. You're never gonna learn what the people are actually doing. You're just gonna yeah. go take pictures of some stuff and then leave. Mm-hmm. And like, do you really know about the country? What's up? Right, so <laughs> that's how I felt when I traveled. Honestly, it's like it's not everything. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if I'm traveling just to do that, then what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Just so we can compare, like, oh, the exactly. Food here. This is oh, better than here. here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I guess yeah, the biggest thing is talking to the people. Right, like getting to know the community, and like that's why I like traveling like that because then I get to know the community, right? Because that's, I think that's where the knowledge is, you know, talking to the people and getting different perspectives. So best, I guess, example of different perspectives is that in that the village they had never been around black people. I was only yeah, they hadn't been around black people at all, right? (laughs) No, there was nothing there. Exactly, yeah, it was like nothing, nothing. No phones. No, no, <laughs> bro. Some girl lost her phone, and like they were trying to find it, but like the the, the chief of the village yeah. didn't really know, even know how to explain it to the villagers about what the phone was. <laughs> wow. It was like, yeah, we're looking for this small rectangle thing, wow. and uh, <laughs> yeah, they're just like, what the f- 
<laughs> what? And you would think like, what is this? 2018, 2019. This was no. This was 2015. 2015. 2015. Yeah. 2015. You think like, phone is? You think. But yeah, there's places that are just untouched, you know. Yeah. Like I told you, this is four hours around the mountain, yeah. and then one hour down a river. Like yeah. this is pretty, yeah. How many people? Pretty would you deep. Say, like, in the village, yeah. there was probably at least like 300, right? So it's a small village. Like 300 might sound like a big number, yeah. but like, yeah, it's not. Yeah, you know, it's like a good neighborhood. Exactly. Exactly. Maybe half of a suburban neighborhood, yeah. you know, like. True. Because each household can yeah, hold I a lot of people, you know. If you really want to, you could be squeezing a lot of people yeah, in there. Yeah, exactly. That's true. You know? Wait, so, okay. So, besides building infrastructure for Laos, what else would you say is a memorable experience from, from that time? Uh, so, in, okay. So uh, one of the reason why I shout out give volunteers, cause they do a good job at like trying to, uh, integrate you with the history and like understanding about what's going on. Because I think a lot of what happens is like, you know, white kids go on this trip and they're like, Oh yeah, I left so woke, you know, I did so much good stuff, but like they didn't actually, you know, learn anything, you know, they just put on the front and then tried to do all these different things. But this organization did a pretty good job because we had like, you know, guides and we learned about the history. So one of the things that we did, they took us on a trip to like a cave, right? It was awesome, right? It was awesome. Like this cave was huge in the middle of a mountain. Wow. And um, yeah, and our guide is- uh, no, in daytime, daytime. Okay. Yeah, 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 bro. No, because like, <laughs> listen, okay. listen, you can't be walking through the jungle at night. <laughs> Let me tell you that right now. <laughs> Yeah, I just see what kind of jungle we talking about. Yeah, no, walking jungle. Walking to the cave, you got like leeches on your leg. You got to pull them off. Yeah, oh, um, no, man. no joke, my man. No so joke. Did you guys wear, you didn't wear shoes. Yeah, yeah, we had shoes. Like, I have my sneakers and. But they like eat through it. <laughs> yeah, you go. Yeah, they don't really have shoes like we do. Yeah. You know. And uh, like a lot of them, you know, if you're one of the men who work in the field and stuff, you have like the long boots, right? So that does help, but. Yeah, it's wear and tear. Yeah, you got one pair of boots for however long, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, this cave, and then I'm just like, wow, just like you know, just being a little tourist in the cave, like climbing rocks and stuff, saying how cool this cave is. And then the guide's like, all right, but like, a lot happened in these caves, you know. Like people during the Vietnam War, like villages came into these caves and they they hid in them, you know, because we were just bombing indiscriminately. Like we were like the Ho Chi Minh Trail for Vietnam passed through Laos. So we just bombed everything there, you know? <laughs> we bombed them completely. And they're like, yeah, like, you know, a lot of pain is in these caves. You know, you guys need to understand that, like, where you come from, like, you guys inflicted a lot of pain on this place. And, like, where I'm showing you right now is where people had to hide for a long time. You know, and that's one of those things that sticks with me because, you know, I'm not, like, that's when I feel like I'm not a tourist anymore. I'm, like, I'm a student. You know, I'm, tr- I'm learning about the world because, like, you know, you hear in textbooks, you hear about the war, you hear about all these different things. But, you know, you don't put a face to the people who are actually affected by it. And then I feel like that changes your like maybe a little bit changes your perspective about how, you know, you see yourself as an American and then you see yourself walking, you know, through other places. Yeah. Humanizing yourself. Yeah. And empathy. It's more you about should... just learning empathy. Empathy. Bro, for everybody. Empathy. empathy. Once mm-hmm. you can learn to empathize and realize, like, damn, this could have been us. Yep. Or the roles, we're just lucky the roles aren't were reversed because if the roles were reversed, this is what happens. Then, Easily. Then people start to realize, you know, it's kind of like 
going back to to politics, you know, it's like mm-hmm. just empathize with the situation. It's not even about um, choosing a side per se. It's more of like just empathize with what's going on and realize mm-hmm. how. Like hypocritical it is Exactly Understand we're all people You know We're all people Stuff that makes you sad Probably makes me sad You know (laughs) Exactly Like The skin don't mean nothing Doesn't mean anything Doesn't mean mean anything (laughs) Oh honestly This is what it means It means What's what climate you're you're best suited for? Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. What it really means. Exactly. That's what it really means. Exactly. What your skin means. A lot, lot that's of all it is. It doesn't mean anything. But if we want to be real about it, let's answer the question. Yeah. This there's some differences. Yeah. You're best suited for this type of weather. That's it. You're yeah. best suited for that type of weather. <laughs> that's what it means. Exactly. You know. What don't I'm saying? don't be projecting other thoughts yeah. and ideas Everything onto that. Else, yeah. No. no. We bleed the same. Yeah. It's the same exactly. color. We got the same organs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your ultrasound, another person's ultrasound is pretty it's much the same, same stuff. exact thing. Yep. You know, and that and that's what it it really comes down to, realizing that. You know what I'm saying? Um, so so going back to Laos, you're in this cave and then uh basically they j- did they take you through it? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. The cave was yeah, just pretty much walked through the cave. Mm-hmm. It's a huge cave. Yeah. Yeah. Were there like animals in there? No, well there's bats. Yeah, but besides that, no, there was nothing hanging out in there. Dude, to get inside the cave we had to like, you know, crawl like on all four like military like crawl like through like yeah this little <laughs> tunnel in there and you're just like wow you know a lot of people had to go through this just to hide wow. you know so is it like one of those things like in the movies where it's like it's like a small entrance and then you do the little bear crawl then it's like a big open space yeah pretty much uh, yeah okay yeah and it just opens up into like vast like uh, it's huge 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 and there, but there's no water is there water is there's there yeah in and the, the when you fr- yeah go further in the cave yeah there's like a little stream that goes through it. Okay. So then, mm-hmm. so then you do. And how long were you at Laos for? I was only there for like two and a half weeks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that was like that. That was just a taste, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Damn, y'all built yeah. the whole infrastructure thing. No, no, we didn't build the whole well. Because okay. then after that, like more groups keep coming. Oh. Right. Okay. So what? Okay. Our group. Yeah. Every. You know, after we leave, a group is already on its way to come finish the rest. So oh, by the time okay. it's like the end of the summer. The, the whole tank is done. So, like, what our group was able to accomplish was the piping, mm. right? The, the six kilometers of the piping. Yeah. And laying then making... Laying down the wood. Yeah, pretty much laying down the wood. <laughs> you know, we leveled the ground, made, like, a foundation for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we started out. Wow. But it shows you teamwork makes the dream. Teamwork, right? exactly. All you need is people. Yeah. You know, because, like, it wasn't even... This organization, we don't go there and, you know, tell them what... You know what we're gonna build for them mm-hmm. they're like all right what we need is this yeah. we just need more bodies to do work on yeah. this <laughs> yeah because there's only 300 people exactly you know, you know and they got a farm they got to be able to they got to watch the kids they got to do all these different things they don't have time mm-hmm. really or the manpower mm-hmm. to be able to build all of this yeah. as quickly yeah. you know it shows how strength in numbers is really good exactly it really, exactly. It really goes to show like how going back even going back to you know our our problems like the right thing you know how mm-hmm. just what was that? Probably, probably no more than five ten thousand people on a Reddit on a Reddit channel or Reddit yeah. thread thread <laughs> right. I don't really use it, so like a Reddit yeah. thread, and then all of a sudden, a hedge fund loses the billions, billions of dollars. Yeah, what five thousand people? But that shows mm-hmm. that's five thousand people though. That's all you need. That's all you need. You know? <laughs> just the but willpower. They, yeah, yeah, and the collective effort, and it shows mm-hmm. that. A lot, five thousand people. Because you would think like mm-hmm. billions. You know what I'm saying? Like, whoa, you know, exactly. That takes that takes 
thousands of people to make. It, it takes thousands of people to make to make billions because it's, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> and only, only takes, but this and it works the same in reverse though. You know, mm-hmm. it, it can be easily just wiped away. You know, so um, so it takes five thousand for that. But really, you just need a village, and then you can do anything. You know, exactly, exactly. So then let's transition to now, like, who'd you do the um, Guyana Peace So that was the Peace Corps. That was at the Peace Corps, yeah. So that's, that's like the two, you, that's like that's, the government. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. Things. Yeah, okay. two separate things. So the Peace Corps, talk about that. What exactly is it, and how'd you, like, find it? So, yeah, so the Peace Corps, it's a government organization, right? Were you, like, on the mailing list? Like, all right, give United, who's on there? <laughs> no, no, no. It was, like, uh, so, like, when I was in high school, someone came and talked to my class about it. And then, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But then, after that, I, like, looked into, after leaving Lao, I was, like, I, I need to join the Peace Corps. Like, this shit, this, this is awesome. Like, I need more of this, you know? And, um, yeah, and you just go online. Like, there was, well, actually, no, let me backtrack. At UF, like, most big universities, they have, like, a Peace Corps person there. Right, so someone who like works at the school, but is like a Peace Corps like counselor, I guess. So they help people with like their applications or like explaining to them, you know, what the Peace Corps is and like what it is you'd be doing. So, I guess broader picture of the Peace Corps, it's um, worldwide, right? They're wearing like a lot of countries, and they do anything from like you know education, like I was I was teaching, right, to like agricultural work, to business development, to like public health thing initiatives or science right so in guyana there was three groups of volunteers right there was education which i was in then there was environment and then there was uh health how many people in each group in my group we started with 38 i think started yeah we started (laughs) 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 that's actually how it goes though it's not yeah it's like pledging it's not for everybody man it's not for everybody (laughs) some people once they go like a week without uh water electricity they lose it you know that's real it's real hey man like look at now though oh like damn yeah now things are getting serious in america and people are realizing that it's not just fun and games here. Like, so you start, so you start in thirty in your group alone. In my group, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's a pretty big squad. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. So, so like, mm-hmm. how, like, did y'all get like a personal plane, or did y'all like? Yeah, pretty. No, we we got like a regular flight, uh-huh. but we were like the whole flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thirty in your group. Yeah, yeah. That's a bad group. Yeah. It's a pretty big group. Yeah, and it's like the it's the government, right? So they got money to shell out. Okay, so yes. talk about with the Peace Corps. Is that something you have to do the same experience where you have to pay for your ticket? No, no. The Peace Corps is you, you apply and they, they cover everything. Oh. Right, but it's like, it's a pretty competitive application process oh, okay. because they can't just be sending anybody to another country, yeah. you know, representing America, mm-hmm. but also, you know, going there to try to help other people. Yeah. You can't. You yeah, <laughs> so talk about, if you can, like, talk about what you remember from your application. Like, what are they looking for? And, like, what do you think made you stand out to to get selected yeah so i guess they're looking for people with uh like broader like perspectives and understanding you know people who are open-minded and willing to you know take on new challenges right so personally for my application one thing that stood out was uh going to laos Mm -hmm. right definitely and then when i left laos i i came back to uf and uh i decided to you know this organization 
there wasn't anybody at my school anymore doing it. So I was like, I'm going to start doing this again. So I became president of like the chapter that we had at UF. And what I did, I was, you know, trying to recruit more people that, you know, do this kind of stuff. So then that, I, you know, obviously wanted an application, looked fantastic. Right. And then, yeah, pretty much that I, I already had that experience mm-hmm. of traveling abroad. All right. You were at Laos, you were digging through caves, mm-hmm. right? You were exploring in Southeast Asia. So then you go into the Peace Corps. So describe what the Peace Corps is and how it works. Yeah. So the Peace Corps uh, is a government organization. So the Peace Corps, yeah. So at most universities, they actually have like a Peace Corps representative there. Really? Yeah. So it's you can get the job really by... Uh, Cause they'll pay for you like your grad school if you decide to be a person what? who is like a peace corps rep there yeah how long you have to like be in the program for the payment grad school for the peace corps yeah oh you just complete the peace corps it's like two years what? right so i guess i'll explain about the peace corps a little bit yeah, yeah so the plug. so it's it's, right there. it's two years right okay. so you're over there for two years but then when you leave they have um you have uh, like some benefits, right? So there's like scholarship opportunities called Coverdale. So to help pay for those things like that. And then if you want to be a recruiter or anything, or like one of the counselors, like I was talking about at different universities, yeah, they'll pay for your schools. And uh, they actually give you something called non-competitive eligibility, right? So pretty much if you want to work for the government, any government job, it's like the stamp of approval that you have that like anybody else, like it puts you over all the other applicants, essentially. Right, so if me, like me and you, apply for a government job, uh-huh. we have the same credentials, yeah. but I have this stamp, this non-competitive eligibility. They'll pick me over you. They have to. Wow. They have to. Have to. Have to. What is it called? Non-competitive eligibility. Everyone else can't compete. Yeah. I no. Win. No. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Before yeah. Yeah. You know, bro. Exactly. Yeah. Crazy. I gotta plug the Peace Corps, right? Like we yeah. were talking about this earlier. We gotta let other pe- people like us know that these opportunities exist, yeah. right? You can go see the world. Or anyone. Uh, anybody. Uh, or yeah. anyone. But yeah, but you yeah. know, <laughs> I feel like there's less people like us uh, going on these yeah, trips. You know. Say, how many people look like you were on this trip? Bro, there was one other black man on the trip. There was like. Four or five people of color in total out of a group of 38. Damn. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It was like most people, yeah, they're, you know, white. They come from America, yeah. you know. And it's not even to knock it. It's just that, like, like for instance, for me, like, w- when we go to these experiences, it would be nice to see more people that can oh, assimilate yeah. or, you know, understand what you're going through, what, like, culturally, you know what I'm saying, or just whatever. It'd be nice to, like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's nice <laughs> the opposite way around. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> This feels comfortable. Exactly. Hey, let me tell you, bro. Yeah. Being in the country of other brown people, I felt so comfortable there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I felt so comfortable. Yeah. I was like, oh, is this yeah. what white people feel like all yeah. the time? You know, just like <laughs> blending in. Just, yeah. like, you know. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Like for me, being in Harlem, it felt good, bro. Yeah. I'm not. Even gonna lie, I'm not t- yeah. I believe that. I believe that. Like, I was like, damn. All right. All right. Yeah. Oh, everyone looks like me. I yeah. bet. You know. Like, it just feels. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like more like you said. Exposure, exposure creates elevation, right? Exactly. So exactly. Just more about because I never, I didn't know. That's a great way for someone like to that's graduating or about to graduate college, looking for another alternative on how they can get grad school paid for. You know what I'm saying? Give back. Just and go join is. the Peace Corps. Give back a little bit. Op- expand is. your horizons, and then you're you're good to go. Mm-hmm. So you talk know? about the um, the application process. What is that like? Yeah, so the application process, you you apply, mm-hmm. right? You like I said, if you're in college, most universities, but especially like the bigger ones, like University of Florida, they have someone there who's there to guide you through the process, 
right? They're here oh, to really? help you. Yeah, they're, like they're a counselor. exactly, exactly okay. like a counselor. They're here to help you how you word things in the application because there's like a type of person that Peace Corps is looking for, right? They want to make sure you're open-minded, willing to you know embrace new experiences, uh, willing to start initiatives, right? Because they, they can't just send anybody there, right? Like my group started with 38, we were down to like 20 something people by the time we left. Right, it's because you know it's wow. not made for yeah. everybody. You yeah. know, <laughs> people go over there and think it's gonna be rainbows and sunshines <laughs> until you're, you know, pooping in a hole, <laughs> showering in a lake. <laughs> like, that's real. Like, that's real. Because I don't think I'm built for that. To be real with you, to be with you, you know, and that's also um, that's that's crazy. You know, but that's also a good way too. At the same time, it's like ah, uh, it's also exposure in terms of also figuring out is this something that you really want <laughs> exactly well even then like if you, you know you say that you're probably not built for that but i i don't believe you yeah you I know i don't yeah, believe you totally, like it's gonna yeah. suck for a while yeah, but yeah. then you know yeah. like you push so through it right exactly it's do you want to do it yeah. right because everyone around you in the village lives like this mm -hmm. so there's no reason why you can't live like yeah. that you know like there yeah. are people too yeah so it's just it's just uncomfortable Mm -hmm. Right, because you know you come from somewhere that has everything, mm -hmm. and then you go somewhere that has less, right? And then you just have to be used to less, you know. Like that's all it is. Yeah. That's all that's it hard. is. That's it is hard. hard. It is. Yeah. It hard. Like, what makes you so comfortable with that? Uh, that's a good question. I like being uncomfortable. Like, I like you. I guess the idea is to be comfortable with the uncomfortable, because then after that, anything is comfortable right like i'm i'm not really afraid of a lot of situations anymore now that you know i lived in a place where i had bats living in my house with me you know like <laughs> all, all hours of the night and like That's you know real. it's hard to be intimidated by a lot of situations right That's real. so i don't know i think you just have to be willing to be open-minded right because there's so much to learn abroad right so much like <laughs> yeah no that's real because we're just one style of living there's thousands of styles exactly. of living there's thousands of ways of doing it because i think the end goal is what happiness happiness exactly exactly right so it's like there's basically what we're trying to say is there are multiple ways to find happiness and fulfillment exactly like we only know the american way <laughs> yeah exactly right? you go somewhere else you see oh wow these they're all as happy as yeah. i am like what <laughs> yeah yeah and even even also just embracing what you got exactly you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and realizing like how can i be mad when i got red i got Air conditioning, air you got you know, <laughs> washing machine and dryer, running water, electricity, yeah. like yeah, you know? <laughs> nah, exactly. It humbles you. It definitely humbles mm -hmm. you. And like, I think a lot of people who do these experiences, they want to be humbled, mm -hmm. right? So they can come back and I guess you know be a little humbler. Yeah, I don't know if for, that's a word. Me, even going into the U.S., like from going from Florida to to South Carolina to work an internship, when I came back to South Florida, I was like, wow. Wow, because I was in Bible Belt. Yeah. Like, oh, true. One okay. Town. Like when I would, when you wear suits, like you're the, you're considered a preacher. That's it. Like, like really, this is like small town yeah, America. Yeah, yeah. Small town. Yeah, small working town. an internship. Okay. You know what I'm saying, and then yeah, how was that? Tell me about that. Yeah. So that was being from South Florida. That was mm -hmm. a culture shock. Yeah, I was I bet, like, <laughs> what is this? Like literally one store, mm -hmm. like one mall. You got. I think like a Piggly Wiggly was the grocery store. No high-end grocery stores, mm -hmm. nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? And it's just gyms, schools, 
there's literally a church on every block and it was something where you know like if you were uh like no one with wealth lived in the town <laughs> wow everyone okay. lived like 30 45 minutes outside the town mm-hmm. you know when i was doing sales um for vector marketing i always shot them out mm-hmm. that, that gave me my experiences i was doing sales and all the um to do well to do people were like literally 34 45 minutes outside of the town there's nothing here yeah 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 and and i was living inside of a one hotel uh, a one bedroom hotel efficiency you know what oh I'm saying? yeah and that really just gave me perspective <laughs> and that sit down you see you <laughs> don't have humble. to go far to get yeah, perspective yeah. bro you don't have to go far yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly just, but, mm-hmm. exactly it's just like going back to you and that's the same the same way i feel the same way in terms of being you just have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable exactly even if you don't want to do it mm-hmm. it's just like we can we got put in life situations where we are uncomfortable exactly so you, now it's like it. you gotta live with it mm-hmm. and know that it's coming regardless and even if you have a, a non-uncomfortable childhood at some point the way life works it's gonna get uncomfortable it's going yeah it will it's just that's just life works. yeah yeah because at some point no, not to get morbid, but to get real, at some point <laughs> it closes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, at some exactly. point there's there's a, there's the chapters run out. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's how early can you realize the chapters matter? These pages in these chapters mm-hmm. they really really matter. How early can you realize that? And how early can you realize at the same time there's other books? <laughs> there are other books exactly. <laughs> well, that's why I think right now is a good time because COVID. It's making everybody uncomfortable, and then that's yeah. where you know, the you'll see who comes out of that, mm-hmm. right? Like you, you started a podcast. Yeah, no, real talk. <laughs> it's the hustle, you real know. Talk. Like real it, talk. it made everybody uncomfortable, and then people who are real mm-hmm. come out of it, you know, stronger. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, and and going back to my my friend uh, West Tech Durags, mm-hmm. they made their Durag business during the pandemic, during COVID. You know what I'm saying? couple of business partners got laid off or mm-hmm. whatever um had their hours changed and then they're like let's do this let's do this yeah you know take this opportunity yeah let's do this so okay so talk about after you so during the process is there like a phone interview in person interview yeah so we there was uh two phone interviews okay right so i mean it's your generic interview right they want to know about your application and like you know if you're gonna be will like able to you know be in a place like this yeah or be in a different environment and want yeah i guess the biggest thing is having uh an open mind and being willing right that's kind of like the key the buzzwords that especially like my count my like the peace corps counselor was giving me he was like yeah make sure you tell them you're (laughs) open-minded right you're willing to learn and like you know but put that out there about yourself i mean which is it was not even like a front right i'm someone who is like that exactly right so i mean that's why i I feel like a lot there's a lot of young people who are like that Mm -hmm. right and you just got to put yourself out there and know that there's you know opportunities like this that's real talk and and mm -hmm. honestly to relate that that's why it's doing something like this is cool because it's putting yourself out there and i I realized you know during covid you gotta put your it's okay to talk about 
your meaningful accomplishments. <laughs> you, know, I, <laughs> yeah. I, you have to at some point. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that's what an interview is. Exactly. You know, how can you talk about your meaningful accomplishments in a way that shows that you can contribute that value? You know, or if you're starting your own thing, how can you talk about your accomplishments in a way that people can see this is a product or a service I should be invested in because track record or the mission or a combination mm-hmm. or the person or whatever the case may be. You got to share your wins because in you have interview, to. Mm-hmm. open-minded. <laughs> Look how open-minded I was. Yeah. I went to Laos. I did all Look of this. I did in Laos. Mm-hmm. I built it. You know, you have to gas it up. Exactly. You know, and, I, and, and honestly, that's not my, my way. I like to let my experiences talk for themselves, but it's like, going back to exposure how is someone gonna know you doing all this stuff exactly if you not you gotta be uncomfortable exactly i did it i did it and it was awesome yeah, yeah. And how else are you gonna inspire people yeah you know how are people gonna get excited about something that you're excited about if you don't tell them <laughs> what you did exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know That's real talk. like this whole podcast is for it's for the young people it's yeah. for the youngins and it's yeah. like yeah you know you gotta hype yourself up to yeah. hype them up about themselves yeah, you know exactly. <laughs> realize that's just how to Going back to realizing your area, right? Because in America, to be successful in our environment, it's a business, service, environment. You have to do that. And what you're saying, well, like you're coming on, you're saying that you know, in other countries, just like we're saying, and honestly, in other states. You know, also, we're in yep. well, a, a very capitalistic state in Florida. Mm-hmm. You know, but in other states, it's not like that. You don't have to put yourself out there or stuff like that. But want to do great things or if you feel like you can do great things then you have to do that you got to do it you got to get <laughs> out do, there yeah, yeah. If you really want to do the great stuff you know mm-hmm. like if you want to do good stuff and happiness and fulfillment mm-hmm. it's you know what i'm saying though there's different ways to get it but if you want to do the greatness it requires putting yourself out there it requires being uncomfortable it requires it's just it's just the way great. it works. Yeah, it's the way wanna, it works. You want to do something great. You know? <laughs> you do something, if you really want to do something really meaningful, you have to... Because someone has to it. support it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't someone support to, you yeah, if you're not doing yeah, anything. Yeah. 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 Someone has to... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's not free. Exactly. I mean, then your actions speak louder than your words, right? You can talk about wanting to do something all day, every day. Yeah. But unless you go out there yeah. and start trying to do it, yeah. it's not going to happen. Exactly. So two foreign interviews and then an in-person interview? No, it wasn't no no okay, in person because they they're they're stationed in like DC, oh, okay. you know. So it's yeah, people from all over the state. And then they just email you, hey, you've been hey, you did it, yeah, yeah. you know, you made it. <laughs> email, That's a yeah, email. a little email. Like, oh, congratulations, <laughs> yeah. you're you're being shipped off to another country. Yeah. Okay. So what's the first country you go to? Uh, so we flew to Philly, mm-hmm. right? Because Philly they have like a two day like training, two day training, okay. yeah. And then after that they fly straight to Guyana, and then we have three months of training. Mm. Right, so technically we're there for 27 months. Oh wow! In Guyana, right? Because the Peace Corps is two years, but you have three months of training. So, and, and it's two years at one location. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. One location, same country, same village that you're at. Because like, personally, I don't even think two years is long enough, mm-hmm. right? Because like, for you to make a difference in your community, like this is at like the community level. Yeah. Like you need to like build capacity within people, mm-hmm. right? Like you are like you go you step into the community and you're a leader already. You know, like, people look up to you. People rely on you to try to help them fix things. You know? And so, time. Time. time it, everything it, takes time. Everything. Everything takes time. Whether you, you like know? it or not. Exactly. <laughs> you can't force anything. You know? Like, being dropped in a... 
in a village that you've never you know don't yeah. know anything about it yeah. takes a while for people to get comfortable with you and willing to like you know open up with you and you know willing to accept your help yeah you know Real they talk. need to accept you as a person before they accept your help <laughs> like so your boy was out there like we had um this heritage festival right because i was living in an indigenous village right so they have a month that you know celebrates indigenous culture mm. so first i was there for like a month and a half and they have like this whole celebration i was there dancing yeah you know yeah. <laughs> with indigenous dances yeah. i had like the little skirt on exactly. the face painting and stuff you yeah, just got to do it you just got to do it yeah you know you gotta be willing to you know be part of the culture yeah i guess that's the best way to put it yeah and it's you better know? to live through experiences and memories exactly you know, because that means that you've done something worth remembering exactly <laughs> you know worth retelling you know mm-hmm. and that's something you'll never forget i'll never and like the not to be cliche but it's like the the relationships i made down there in the village is what like forms all the memories that i have you know like yeah i could have i did like you know different things here and there like that were pretty cool like they're very cool but like it's it's the relationships I had with the people in my village. Like I, I'd like to say I have like a second family down there. Yeah. You know, because I had like, like. What do you mean by second family? Not <laughs> not like. <laughs> knock on wood. Anyway, but uh, yeah, no, like I, you know, was a family took me under their wing. You know, exactly. and I. So did you? So with the peace corps, did they give you like uh, a housing? So yeah, I guess I'll explain it a little more. Yeah. So I was with the family in my first six months right and then yeah then you live by yourself right so for that those six right. months yeah, yeah yeah so for those six months you know i was part of the family yeah. like for, pretty, pretty much you know mm-hmm. i did everything the family did go to the weddings do all all the fun stuff go to, go to the parties yeah dude everything's happening down yeah, there yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that but i'm just saying like the fact that your timing worked to where you caught a wedding oh yeah you know oh yeah i see what you mean yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's always weddings man yeah, always yeah, wedding. yeah. Like, yeah, that's a yeah 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 people, yeah people like people people love people, <laughs> yeah, people, love love people. Actually, yeah even better people love you yeah. yeah i agree with that but like that's cool like the fact that you get to you know catch the family and when they get to experience a wedding so now you gotta say so never ever ever went to a guy in a wedding. A guy in his wedding. Yeah, wedding, exactly. You know I mean? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. The relationship with the families, man. Like I, you know, I call her my mom, oh, Naria. Yeah. Yo, shout out Naria. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and then everybody, like the granny, the aunties, everybody down there was close, man. Very right. close. Yeah. So describe Guyanese people. Okay, so that's that's gonna be a little interesting. So, because yeah. Guy, Guyana has a lot of different cultures in, in the country, right? So they're the only English speaking country in South America. Wow. But they um, they're Caribbean, right? They uh, they identify as Caribbean. Okay. Right. Really. Yes, very much so. Like they have like their own version of Carnival down there. Really. They have yeah, they have floats and everything. They call it Mashramani, and uh, um, yeah. So there's you got your black people who were slaves. You had. Indian people who were indentured, enslaved. who were enslaved, yes, who were enslaved. I'm correct. Realizing they realize we have to update the lingo. Yes, because yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Thanks for calling oh, me man. out. Yeah. No, it's not even calling you out. Just I realized that too. Like, yeah, you're right. We're not. It wasn't for slaves. Enslaved. enslaved. Yeah, it's, that sounds it's like a choice. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So they were enslaved, and then after that, um, Indians came because they were indentured servants. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, there was always uh, the indigenous people who got dislocated, right? People who were like indigenous, native to the land. And um, then some Chinese came, Portuguese came. So there's like a whole mixture, but it's predominantly like the big three are African, Indian, and indigenous. They all mixed. All mixed, yeah. Uh, Pretty much, yeah. Okay. That's, that's yeah, cool. it's a lot, right? So they have. 
the big food there is curry. Like, really? <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, everything. So it's I, Caribbean vibes. Yeah, it's Caribbean <laughs> vibes, right? Like, I ate a lot of kinds of food, like all kinds of meats. Yeah. And everything was made in curry, right? <laughs> food it like all tasted delicious. All tasted delicious. All exactly. <laughs> right. Right. Fire right next to you. Yeah, hundred percent. All organic. Organic. You yeah. Know you know exactly where your from? food is coming from. You saw that chicken yesterday. <laughs> you know. Wrap them up. Yeah. He said, oh, I'll mm. see you tomorrow. Get us some curry. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So describe, is it a big city or how many people or is it like a village? Like Yeah. So Canada's interesting because, yeah, so there's a big city, right? The capital, Georgetown. So they have like... Georgetown, yeah. So they have um, a KFC. They have like a mall there. Okay. They're getting their first Starbucks soon. Wow. Yeah, okay. it's coming up. It's coming up. Okay. And then after that, you know, you go further out. It's um, like rice fields, and um, people. Yeah, they have houses, but there's just rice fields, and it's more uh, agricultural. And then where I lived, I was in an indigenous village, so all the most of the indigenous people got pushed into the forest or like in the jungle. Right, so it's mainly black people, Indian people who live, you know, on the road. I guess is, is what is how they call it, the road. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and then all the indigenous people are pushed into like their locations. You know, kind of like how we have um, the reservations here in America, but theirs theirs are much better. Right, yeah. like it's not, they're not reservations because they have like their own autonomy. But um, yeah, they're kind of pushed to the side. So once again. <laughs> Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to get to me, you have to go down this dirt road, right? Like through some rice fields until you reach the lake. And then you have to get on a boat and cross the lake to get to me. What? Yep. Wow, like some movie stuff. Yeah, so, so every day, if I need to get groceries, I need to hop on a boat. Really? And go on the road, yeah. What? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, now describe, what's the training? What are you, what are you training you on? Yeah, so we're training for a few months and uh, the training, a lot of the training is actually about, you know, the culture, you know, and being able to, I guess, assimilate and like welcome the culture and not, you know, try to put your cultural biases on the people. Right. And then also, you know, there's training about like safety and security because like it's not, there's no, it's not, it's not playtime over there, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like some serious things happen. Like, like some people, like to be fair, I was talking about people leaving, mm-hmm. you know, but it's not a lot of people a lot of people leave because they can't handle it, but a lot of people leave because things happen down there mm. that make put them in like unsafe situations. Okay. Right? Like it's not it's not all fun and games. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So there's like a lot of train safety training, but then after that there's like training for, you know, your specific field, right? So I was education, so they were like teaching us, you know, I had experience teaching already, right? But there's more so like how you can target it. Especially in a place like that, because the classroom dynamic is way different, right? Like American students are very different to Guyanese students. Mm-hmm. So describe right. that. What's the difference? What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> so the Guyanese kids, I mean, once they realize you're an American, they're much rowdier, right? They don't want, but they don't want to put up with any of it. No, no, no. But then you you realize that, like you know, we have a different style of teaching than they didn't do down there. Where the kids, after a while, they like, you know, you have a lot of times more more affectionate to the kids right because you go there for a reason you go there to you know make a difference right so the kids actually like really look up to you and you you make a difference for them right like that's why i really like teaching because oh here's a quote the teacher teaches his students to teach himself right because then yeah it was amazing i was hanging out with a bunch of little kids most of the time and like (laughs) i know it sounds weird but like it opens your eyes you know little kids are but that's 
they're so smart there's geniuses like <laughs> we the, it's the adults that ruin it yeah the kids we throw their own perspectives yes, on the kids and yes, stuff and, and their experiences like the negative ones you throw mm-hmm. the negative it's like you don't have to do that exactly you, know? you don't have to the kids are open-minded like they're yeah. the most open-minded yes <laughs> they've had no yeah they've had no programming yeah, <laughs> yeah. real talk real talk real talk we li- i was literally just talking about that mm-hmm. uh, with my boy he like he was uh worked with the miami dolphins mm-hmm. for their youth programs and he was just saying the same thing like they can do the calls and the signals and the motions and, yeah you just you gotta know, show them recoverage and understanding it's them and talk to him like a kid yep you know it's kind of like with my little cousins like i don't talk to him like a baby <laughs> yeah no, talk about a real person yeah hey, you don't clean those diapers i know something <laughs> this is what we're doing yeah, yeah. right these groceries cost x amount of dollars each week right? do you really need all these all these snacks it's like oh no you're right daddy right? you're right yeah right, right? it's just the whole point is to make the person behind you, at least how I feel, right? Mm-hmm. Make the person behind you a better person so they make the world, even if they don't make the world better, they make their lives better. Exactly. I mean, it's all about the next less generation, stress. man. That's yeah, all it is. Less stress and like, mm-hmm. really, wisdom is really like, you can acquire wisdom. You know, you just have to be, mm-hmm. like you said, open minded, oh, yeah. willing to acquire it. Yeah, you can acquire all the wisdom in the world. All of it. <laughs> all of and, it. And go through life so much easier. Yep. But people don't realize it's still going to be hard. Exactly. It's gonna be very exactly. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard. Yeah. Living is hard. Living is hard. <laughs> it's hard. Stuff happens all the time. Yeah, no matter what. You know, there's game changes like COVID. You know, there's just mm-hmm. things that it's life. That's just what it is. However, the goal is, you know, well, not the goal, but. There's ways to make it not as hard. There are. You have to be willing and open-minded. And even when it's less hard, it still requires sacrifice. Yep. <laughs> yeah, or so else. sacrifice on something that you want to sacrifice on. Because you're going to have to sacrifice it. Even to get to the good. You got to. You got to sacrifice it. So you figured out, I want to help. I'm willing to sacrifice my TV, my iPhone, for a couple of years so then i can not only make an impact and i can get some some benefits with it you know exactly I, i'm willing to do that you know for me it was like i'm willing to sacrifice a year from school taking a break in between college because i could run an office exactly and I can have the experience of being the uh, boss it's all about the experience yeah you know it's and the earlier you can get it better off you are yep you know and if you can realize in high school that Damn, if I just, if you put into sports, right? If I just sacrifice these next junior and senior year, just put the grind in. Put in that work. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I can really set myself up to where I'm not 23, 24, like, damn, what if? That's what happens. Oh my God, the what ifs is the worst. That's what happens. (laughs) Yeah. That happens. But that's a mind trap. You can't get caught in that mind trap. Mm -hmm. And and you'll dwell on it forever. It'll never go anywhere. Mm Mm-hmm. It'll never go anywhere if if you if you think that way, or not even if you think that way. If you don't put the sacrifice on something, because you're gonna have regrets mm-hmm. if you don't sacrifice. And the earlier you sacrifice, 
better off the rewards. Exactly. Because then you get used to sacrificing. Yeah. Right? Because if you sacrifice for the first time when you're like 30 years old, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you do it at 30, you can still have success. There's you people, can. There's people like Samuel L. Jackson didn't become, was dealing with drug problems until 40s. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like, there's people who don't catch on until late, but it's like, make it better. Catch on early. You gotta, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then that's what we're doing. We're trying to help these yeah, kids. We're trying to help ourselves. Help, help our, exactly. You know, this is information to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish I would have known. Like, damn, I would have done. Uh, see, I wonder if this Peace Corps, do they pay for your undergrad? No. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 not very much. It's still the government. They're not going to give you a lot. <laughs> okay. okay, so so how did the process work from you, like, um, teaching? Like, is it, like, Monday through Friday? And yeah, all Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. But what they say is that you're a Peace Corps volunteer 24-7, mm-hmm. right? Because my main job was, like, yeah, I was teaching. But like I said before, like, you're a leader in the, the village, mm-hmm. right? You don't want to just be teaching. You want to help build capacity in other ways mm-hmm. right you want to help lead in different you know things that are going on yeah right so you got to reach out to the you know the aunties and the uncles who are out there and be like all right so what do you what do you what do you think needs done like what do you think we need to be doing to help the village work better mm-hmm. you know i'm not there for two years just yeah. to be teaching in a school yeah i mean i kind of am yeah. but like yeah. <laughs> there's but you, always work to be done yeah, yeah there's always work to be done yeah you know so you go down there and you just got to Take initiative. That's crazy. You know? Okay, so one of them is uh, Mashramani, mm-hmm. right? So it's the celebration of, like, uh, Guyana being a republic, you know, like, forming their government and all the fun stuff, right? Mashramani is, like, an indigenous word for a job well done. So it's, like, a big celebration. Like, that's their carnival, right? So it's, like, a whole month. And it's all of February, right? Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, so it's a party. Yeah, yeah. Mashramani right now, Mashramani's happening okay. right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, COVID changed, kind of changes yeah, things yeah, a little exactly. bit. But yeah, Mashramani's happening this month. Wow. And uh, yeah, so normally there's a big like carnival kind of vibe. You know, you go to the capital and they've got floats and stuff going on. Everyone in those in the costumes yeah, with the feathers yeah. and stuff. But uh, a personal experience I had with that. Yeah, I went and partied, all that fun stuff. But one of the, I guess one of the highlights was that, so there's different uh, competitions, right? That come with Mashramani, like for the kids. Right, so you can have like poetry or like the kids act and like do different things or sing. So one of the things that they did was called physical display, right? And that's pretty much like a a cheerleading competition, say the least, right? The kids have to like you know do something coordinated, do some flips and like carry each other and stuff. And um, so yeah, so I was like the in charge of that, right? Because I you know whatever I had to do stuff. And um, so last year we did it and like I was new. I was like, I don't even know what any of this stuff is. So we lost, right? Whatever. And then finally, th- like the year 20, 2020. Yeah, 2020. Yeah, yeah. yeah that that yeah. was last year. March. Oh my March. God, this yeah. was last year. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This was last February. And um, yeah, so we set up this whole thing, right? I was like on my phone, like looking up, like trying to get signal and like trying to look up things for like, you know, like cheerleading things and like build pyramids and stuff. And after, you know, I got help from the aunties and after like you know a month's worth of like training you know (laughs) like this this was so serious that I was yeah no like I was uh, I I was gonna meet the ambassador like the US ambassador of Guyana like for a lunch or like for yeah for a lunch and it was super last minute and I was like nah I can't do this 
Cause like I had promised, I, I promised my kids. Yeah, yeah I was like, I, I got practice. practice. Like, yeah. sorry, lady, I'll meet you another time. Yeah. Like, I got to do this right now. <laughs> I rock with you. Though. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, and then we finally did that. those kids put in so much work, my man. Like that's what I'm saying. Like the relationships I build is what like is what I'm taking from all of that, you know, because we, we beat the people who won last year and we were finally going to nationals, dude. And I'm telling wow. you like the, the village, cause the village is small, you know, it's like yeah. a small indigenous village. And like, they were so happy, you know, yeah. like none of them had been to nationals before. So they were going to like leave their village <laughs> and then go to the capital. Yeah. Exposure. Yep. That was going to be the exposure to make them think and believe more. Yeah. Did you guys know? Cause COVID happened. Wow. Cause when we got kicked out, cause the, yeah, yeah. Nationals supposed to be, Last May, and then we left in oh, March. Man. Yep, shut it all down. Oh man, yeah, it was tragic. But I mean, dude, just like the the energy in I the hope. village, like as soon as we came back on that boat, everybody oh, already yeah. knew. Yeah, found the phone for that. Yeah, but damn. But that's what we were talking about. It's like that exposure. That would have been. I still hope they'll like. You got to invite them. Like, yeah, well, exactly. They, 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 they got to the go. Voucher. They yeah, got to yeah. go. You know, some yeah. of the kids, we actually went on a field trip once with some of the kids mm -hmm. to the Capitol, right? It was not a lot of the kids, right? Because not all of them could afford it. It was like only a few. But man, when I'm telling you, those kids, their mind was blown just going to the Capitol. Same country, you know? That's they, what I'm they was blowing their minds, you know? Like, like, um, escalators there was an escalator in the mall yeah Dude, it was so cute like one of the little girls they were just sit, stand on the elevator and ride it, or the escalator and just ride it <laughs> go up and down <laughs> like this is incredible yeah like you what know? is it what yeah. is this <laughs> you know what i'm saying but what's crazy is that's the same way in america if i take yep. that person from south carolina and i bring them to san francisco yep <laughs> It's like robots yeah. making sushi. Yep, it's like, yep. What is there. this? <laughs> what is this? What's all this traffic? Yeah. <laughs> all these cars. <laughs> it's not real talk. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy, like, the perspective and, like... like so I'm saying you don't have to go far to get the perspective. Yeah. You just gotta... You it's just gotta leave. Yeah. Right? Because I feel like if you stay in the place where, you know, you grew up the whole time, you get you get stuck in a mind trap. Yeah. Easily. You know, you, there's no... It's harder to become self-aware if you stay in the same place that's held you down the whole time. Yeah, you know, well, it not even held you down, or was like just a spot that's not common. Like South Florida is not a common area compared to the rest of the U.S. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And I like the, I like with social media, you realize it more and more because like mm -hmm. you know, growing up, you didn't hear about the Florida man or like just like you know yeah. the, the running joke with that, like or just realizing like yeah, Florida, Florida is like. Up, like North Florida and South Florida is just two different very things. different places. They're different states. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. Is. Like you know, for us, mm -hmm. talk about it. Like going to UF was a culture shock. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, what? This is, yeah, yeah. This is not Florida. This is. This is like. This is This is when I first started seeing actual Confederate flags yes. flying in the backs of people's trucks. I'm like, real yo, talk. <laughs> real talk. Like, wait, what? Like, what is this flag? Like, because uh, then you also think I'm like. This, because you know our flag, Florida's flag, looks like the Confederate. Flag. It does, yeah, 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 yeah. Unfortunately, you know what I'm saying. But I'm thinking, like, when I went up there, I'm like, okay, this is a, this is a, this is an alternate logo. Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> right. a little twist to our yeah, flag here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, this is a, a different version, but all right. Um, but then you realize, like, nah, uh, places are different. Yeah, is, yeah, something's Beliefs going on here. Different. Yeah, things are different. Mm -hmm. You know, even talking with you, like. When I was at UCF, going to college and hearing, you know, people say like, 
I I didn't know black people speak complete sentences. Yep. <laughs> what is that? Like, what, what is that even? Who raised you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> where were you raised? Yeah. <laughs> then you realize it's a it's a city in Florida. It's like, wait, what? Yep. And you realize there's like communities of people like this yes. who uh, believe it, and in, you know, just in multiple states. Yep. Multiple countries. Is this so? Whether you like it or not, <laughs> it exists. It exists, and like you—that's the thing. You can't stay in South Florida and just be in your bubble. Like it's a good thing that like we experience that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, leaving and experiencing it. Because mm-hmm. like I look back now, I felt too safe in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, it's not even, it's, honestly, it's not even for us to uh, like say you feel. In my opinion, it's not even mm-hmm. to say you feel safe. It's just to just understand and like be appreciative and realize what you can take advantage of. Yeah. You know, it's more about like, that's what I got. Like I'm very appreciative. I'm very grateful of things that I can take advantage of. Nothing's free. <laughs> Nothing, <bro. laughs> yeah. Nothing's free. You know, even if you mm-hmm. get a trust fund, the government takes half. Government. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So nothing's free, but it's just more of like being aware of like, or, or the fact that I live in a state where, I live in a city, you know, a city and state where I can take advantage of opportunities. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There are different opportunities I, I can take advantage of. I could work for a professional team. Mm-hmm. I could work for a marketing sales organization. You know, I could do different I'm hearing things. a lot of gratitude here. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like you go to different states. There's a positive energy. Yeah, you go to different state. Like, damn, I can only be teacher. Yep. Work in the mall <laughs> or, you know, be mm-hmm. a business owner, but you're not even, you're more of like a service provider. Yep. You really don't get a chance to be a business owner, you know, because a business owner is more like something that's non-essential that they're trying to make essential. Yeah. You make your value known. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, do we really need Apple? Mm-hmm. You know, like the high, such a high quality? No. But we want it. We want, yeah. We like it. So that's how it becomes essential. That's mm-hmm. why everyone, well, for at least me, like I have Apple phone and uh, Apple laptop. It's yeah, no, same. I'm on the same. The HP yeah. works. It's just as effective, mm-hmm. but you know, it's, you like what you like, and some people going back to what we said. They they're showing their wins. They want yeah. to promote promote themselves and say exactly. Hey, we're looking to do this. We're looking to be the best brand out there. Come, gotta put yourself try. out there. That's all it is. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once the Peace Corps got shut down, like, what have you been doing from then till now? Yeah, so Peace Corps had shut down March, like, when everything else got shut down. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just ended up back home. You know, it was kind of in a weird place because I wasn't supposed to leave for, like, another five-plus months. Yeah. You know, so I was just, it like... It was abrupt. It was a my dude when i tell you this is abrupt what was it like the like, situation like the situation i will paint you a picture right yeah, now yeah. i was away from my village like ready like we were just about to like you know have a good time party like we were in another village like my friend had just come like cracked open the <laughs> bottle of rum he had just picked up some food we were about to party and like i get the phone call you know it's like and we get we all we're all in a group chat right and it's like a message goes through it's like hey like pack your bags like we're we're leaving Right, you get a phone call and it's like, hey, yeah, we're getting. It's like the middle of the day. We're like, yeah, you're getting on the flight at midnight tonight. Pack everything you have for two years, wow, <laughs> and leave. I was just I, once I got, I was just like, wait, what? Wow, what? So you guys didn't even know about COVID. 
No, we did know about COVID, okay, okay. but like it was kind of just like yeah, a thing. Yeah, but everyone didn't really no, know. No, no, nothing. Yeah. Like in Guyana, COVID is not even a thing. Yeah. Like they they brought us back to America, where the problem was. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> if they had just left us yeah. there, yeah. we'd be fine. Talk. Yeah, though, because it's yeah, like, I would been no chilling. to Guyana. And- nope. No, yeah. I would have been chilling, bro, in my little village. Because yeah. once I left, everything was fine over there. They were all just vibing the same way, partying all the time. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. But yeah, they, they kind of gave us that phone call. I was like, yep, you're leaving. And uh, uh, yeah, even telling my friends that I was with, I was like, hey, yo. It was like my Guyanese people. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm leaving. And they're like, what are you, what? you're just messing around. What do you yeah. mean you're leaving? I'm like, yo, no, I'd, like, I'm gone, gone. Like, yeah, I'm out of here. Yeah, so That's I crazy. rush back home, take a boat. Back, not <laughs> the boat. Not the boat you think. Yeah, no, no, it's a little boat. Yeah. I mean, I, when I got off, I was like, told him, I was like, wait for me. Like, I'm coming back with all my stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I had to go in my little house and I had to pack everything. And Damn. it was, dude, it was sad because like yeah. I was like running around the village. I was like, yo, I'm leaving, I'm leaving, exactly. I'm leaving. You so, couldn't even proper goodbyes, nope. nothing. Everyone's at my house. It was funny though because everyone's at my house. Like a lot of the villages there and they're just taking stuff i'm like yeah i don't need this i don't yeah. need that like here take my pots my pans like yeah, yeah, exactly. you can have all this stuff like exactly and uh yeah and it was just like that goodbye Damn. but uh yeah it was rough it was really rough so back to your question about what i've been doing yeah yeah so like i felt i felt like i was deported for the most part yeah. so like being back in america that was definitely rough you know it was kind of just like wow yeah. Throw you back to like, you know, America where there's all this shut stuff. Yeah. yeah. There's all this stuff, but then yeah, you're shut down. Like I haven't seen people in two years. Like a lot of my friends and stuff. And uh I can't I couldn't when I yeah. came back. So I'm just like in my little world, just like alone. Obviously with my parents, right? But it's like Yeah. It still feels isolating. It was very isolating, yeah, isolating. yeah. A lot of people felt that way though. Very isolating. You know, a lot of people felt that way. It, it, it does feel isolating because we are social, you know much as we like think we're human exactly it's just a fancy word for animals for animals yep <laughs> social animals, like animals with internet yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i can understand the internet they you know we're just smart we're just yeah very, exactly you know as a whole um once we're exposed to things <laughs> yeah once we're exposed to- <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying but it, it is like we want to be around other people mm-hmm. you know and it is depressing when you can't you can't yeah. like you just can't yeah, yeah. and well, uh like, they make it feel that way you can't <laughs> yeah so but i guess the goal is to not be stuck in that hole mm-hmm. you know because i know that covid made that hole for ev- like almost everybody exactly right and like i guess we we're talking about this earlier it's like mm-hmm. the ones who shine from that mm-hmm. are the ones who make it mm-hmm. right but i was in that hole for a while yeah. like for a couple of months yeah. and it wasn't until like i had a friend a buddy of mine reach out to me right i guess this is why it's all about networking right it's all about the, the people you know i had somebody reach out to me and you know he was you know doing uh like financial planning and stuff and he was telling me, oh, yeah, you know, if you just get a couple licenses, like, it's fine. You can join my team. Right. And I was like, oh, perfect. You know what? I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Right. So I got I got to a couple of licenses. And um, yeah, so I joined his team. And then, you know, we had some differences because I don't like his leadership style was not what I was into. Mm-hmm. Right. Like he like uh, not, I don't want to talk bad about my 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 friend. Yeah. But like, yeah, it was just we it was just not it was not a fit. Yeah. Right. Because, yeah. And um that's real though it's real yeah it just it just happens it just happens you know and uh but i reached out to more connections Mm -hmm. right because when i was down in guyana i made a really good friend who uh he's short story he used to work wall street ended up you know finishing wall street becoming you know pretty wealthy and then moving back to guyana you know and like starting an importing exporting business right so he like real close like i saw this man like every day and um i reached out to him i'm like yo i got these licenses like you want to hook me up with um 
Like you, you got anything for me Yeah any opportunity He's like alright bet He's like Call this person in Miami <laughs> Just sends me their number Yeah So he calls So I call him You know Edgardo And I'm like Yeah blah, blah, I know Dudley And he's like Oh yeah come come by. You know Dudley Yeah I'll give you a job so that's why. So I started working at this place. Shout out EM Financial Services, <laughs> right? <laughs> that goes, that's crazy. That's I, I I like I like. For me, I'm always conflicted about that. I like that, and I, mm-hmm. I like it when like it's mm-hmm. uh, earned. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? In terms of at least you put the work in to get your licenses. And, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying also your experiences in the fact that you did put the work in. You know when you're in Guyana and doing making it impactful. I don't like it when it's just you get it just because. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm always because I mean that's how it works. That's, how, that's every, how it works. That's how. That's how that's, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. But at the same time, there should be some. There should be a, a, like some type of what you've done should have some type of some type of say. But yeah, I mean it's true. Like not everybody can. Like, yeah, you can have the connection, but you can't maintain, yeah. like, I guess, the opportunity when it comes to you. Because, yeah, yeah every, anybody can get thrown an opportunity, but yeah. it's the ability to maintain that opportunity. Yeah. And that's another thing. So, I guess right? it all play, it evens out in the end. Yeah, exactly. Well, isn't that the point of networking, though? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like, yeah. I think people need to uh, be comfortable with asking for help, mm-hmm. right? Especially when you're in a down situation. Right. Like this is why you have you surround yourself with people, you know, that people that love you, people who are like want to see you do better. You know, this is why yeah. you reach out. You're just like, hey, yo, I'm in a place like I need. I need something. Yeah. You know, and it's like, what do you what do you think? Well, because the thing I reached out to him and I, I asked him, I was like, what do you think I should do? Mm-hmm. You know, now I wasn't really asking for Hannah because he never lived in Miami. Exactly. You know, he, he lived in New York. He lived on Wall Street, okay. you know, and it just so happened that he had a person in well, Miami. If you're in New York, you made money. You, you know, Miami, you know, you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, Miami, <laughs> you might not live. He actually probably did. Facts, live facts. Yeah, yeah. There. He just didn't stay there. He didn't say, no, it was, yeah, weekends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, Miami. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he'll say yeah, he knows Miami. Yeah, he knows no, Miami. No, knows Miami. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, like you said, that's but yeah, it works out because that's that's the thing. Like he's somebody that we were talking about. You know, opportunities come, mm-hmm. and like you meet people in your life that you know you got to hold on to. Yeah, right. Because me and him, we had a connection right away. Yeah, you know, because he saw what I was doing. Because he's you know his mom is originally from the village I was working in. Wow. Yeah. So he was born in Guyana. Wow. And then you know like left and then went. He's the neighborhood hero. Yeah. Exactly. So he came back and he's like, yeah, building things up. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great story and like he's. I like to say one of my mentors, you know, he's yeah. a strong black guy yeah, and like you need mentors like that. Exactly. Yes. And he's like, yo, yes. like this is what you should that's be doing. Talk. This is what you can be doing. That's and talk. like, you know, open up my eyes to a lot of opportunities, especially like, you know, an entrepreneurial aspect of things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Damn, yeah. that's awesome. Shout out Dudley. Yeah. Shout out Dudley, my boy. Yeah. yeah that's real. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So now you're there. You point me there. And, uh, yeah. So what licenses do you have? I got the health insurance license and life insurance, okay. right? You can get them at the same time, but I separately. Okay. And uh, now the plan is to get a Series 7 license to okay. start doing more of, like, the investment side of things. Okay. Right? Because that's, I guess, the, you know, the topic of this uh, podcast is to explain to people, you know, how they can, you know, Explore make things out of their, themselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Explore different opportunities. because What's it, out there? Exactly. Because it wasn't until one of my friends reached out to me and explained to me, you know, who got me to get the licenses that yeah. I realized that like, yo, wow, you just need to like study for a little bit. Like mm-hmm. I studied for like barely a week to get these licenses, Really, you know, like literally just like a couple of days and you're just like, all right, 
I'm gonna learn to take this test. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and then once you take this test, like you're a fiduciary. Like that's wow. it, just like that. You know, like you just yeah. have to be licensed by the state. Yeah, you and know, a fiduciary just means someone that is, um, credentialed. <laughs> yeah, credentialed <laughs> to, to, to protect your money or to, invest in your plan. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. And then once you just get these licenses, because you can get these licenses, you don't even have to graduate college. You know, right out of high school, you can study for this test and take it, and then you can, you know. <laughs> do something <laughs> yeah and can't you make residual income you make residual income exactly like as long as contracts stay like stay in place for years like you will get you don't have to do anything and you'll just get paid you know <laughs> so it's like yeah there's this whole field in like the financial world that like it's not really talked about yeah. <laughs> anywhere you anywhere. know <laughs> anywhere. anywhere and it's just there to be taken you just take these tests yeah you just get licensed so series seven you don't need a license for it either I mean, like, a, uh, I mean, not a license, but a degree. No, for Series Seven, you do need a degree. Really, a bachelor's? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like, could you do like associates? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I, I, I maybe. Okay, but for mm-hmm. sure, you, probably a bachelor's. Then. Yeah, but for a lot, like the health and life, and like a lot of other insurances, like business insurance, like no, you don't need it. Wow. You can just go in and do it. Wow. Right, and then yeah, start opening your book of business. So, going back to what we said earlier, right? So. Knowing what you know and what you're doing now, because is this like a career path you see yourself on for the next five, ten years, insurance? Um, I see myself in it for a little bit, mm-hmm. right? Because I, I listened to one of your podcasts and you were talking about uh, passion and purpose, yeah, right? And uh, I'm passionate about helping people save money. And like, because a lot, the reason why I got into this at all is because, you know, my parents are immigrants, right? They're, they're Haitian and they don't, they haven't, had like an explanation about the ins and outs of financial America, yeah. Yeah. right? My and, mom's Jamaican, so yeah. I get it. So like, you know, talk, bro, exactly, exactly. Get, sometimes you get mad, but then you like, oh, you get, you get exactly. You they, don't didn't, know they didn't know. They no, just didn't I, know. They're realizing that, yeah, this is something that's not taught. Exactly, and then that, that's what got me like excited about this because once you start getting into this field, you just start learning more tips and tricks about you know the financial world of America, right? And like the loopholes that they have, right? That are the loopholes are there for you to access them and to save yourself some money, exactly. right? They're, they're just you just need to know how to get there, yeah. Right. So like back to the passion and purpose thing. This I'm passionate about finances and like helping you know the little person save money, right? Because like what I do at EM Financial Services is we try to help small businesses save money, right? Like that's the goal, right? Small businesses in the community, right? But going back to purpose. I don't know if this is my purpose, right? Because I know that like the international world and the international realm is what I love to do, right? And I know that there's more capacity building that's there that I can help with, you know? Like there's, I can give back to, like the plan is, yeah, give back to people in America, give back to like, you know, my community and stuff, but there's a global community that can also benefit from my help. Yeah, and that's, and so this is your vehicle. Exactly. Funding your purpose. Exactly. Driving your purpose. Exactly. Allowing you to, you, especially in those third world countries, or if you want to do make an impact, you probably don't. I need probably like 20, 30 policies. Yeah. <laughs> and then that covers all your expenses. Exactly. You know, having the liability, having to pay for it with an asset like residual income. Exactly. And then you match that up, and then now you're allowed to really do what you want to do. Because to mm-hmm. me, the ultimate freedom is time freedom. Exactly. exactly. When you're a void of 
not having to put somewhere. 40 hours <laughs> of your life <laughs> into a room <laughs> like well it's not even the 40 it's like you don't you're not this is not your 40 hours like you're not building towards your ultimate dream with these 40 hours like, you're building towards someone else's dream exactly like exactly. if i was building towards my dream 40 hours a week yeah that's, that's it's worth it yeah, yeah that's, that's just easy. 40 hours yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> but it's like yeah when you're not when you're in the opposite end of that spectrum it's like how do i get to the point where my time is my time exactly do it you know like finding something that you actually want to do and, and, that's what it is and, and i want to spend mad hours reviewing contracts finding businesses you know linking up and um partner building partnerships building bridges you know meeting marketing needs you know scouting helping people financially or whatever the case may be finding you know relationships to put them together it's like that's i'm willing to spend hours and hours to making the moves yeah you know and it's like but it took me doing a lot of different things to find out okay that's what i wanted but and not only what i want to do but how i want to do it <laughs> next level not even just finding what you want to do but how do you want to do it you do it at home you do it in an office because some people can't function in an in-home office too many distractions yeah too much going on too yeah too much going on some people need it's like the gym no I yeah you have to go I to the gym work out in my Mm-hmm. I need. I like going to the gym. You know, it's like people that are stronger than me, people that are weaker than me, people yeah. that are just as strong as me. Like single, it, it's like something about that atmosphere and that environment. You know, some people can just get it in at the crib, get a full sweat, and Be set. go on. Yeah, you know, but it's like knowing yourself and trying. It's the self awareness we yeah, were talking about trying before. Trying enough things mm-hmm. to to know yourself. Mm-hmm. Because that's, that's the thing. Like, not a lot of people are intentional about trying to know themselves. Like, try to know yourself. Try know yourself first. That's yeah. the first step before you want to do anything else. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Can't help other people if you can't help yourself. Fact. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. how am I gonna? How you gonna be the expert? You not expertly helping yourself. That's like a. I always like think of my pet peeve like an overweight trainer. Yeah. <laughs> you you train me. You gonna tell me? Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. But it also depends on the type of training. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's another thing. It's like, you might be overweight, but it, you're a powerlifting trainer. You might be able to bench 800 pounds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can. <laughs> you might be but you might be able to bench 800. Yeah. You know, so it's like, no, okay, like, why, why do I want this coach? And knowing the questions. That's another thing, too. It's like, you got to know the questions to ask. Mm-hmm. So that, that's important. Like, knowing questions and being open-minded yeah she's gotta be curious yeah if you're curious the questions will come yeah you know yeah and and that's where like the faith comes in you moving the energy you know mm-hmm. energy in the, in the your mindset like it, it can take you like how we're saying everything can really change if we all were just like you know what let's change it let's change it exactly <laughs> if everyone was on board no one's cynical yep. no one's cynical no one's playing around we're mm-hmm. serious let's change it everything would change Every Everything bad area, change. New Orleans roads will finally get fixed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, in in weeks. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's true though. It's true. Housing for everyone. There's enough housing for everyone. There's no food for everyone. You know, I worked at a sorority mm-hmm. at UF. We would throw away pounds of food every day. And for what? 
Why? <laughs> and, and and we're just a sorority. Imagine restaurants. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Imagine whatever. It's like everything. We, we can cure everything. That's you know, I saw something on the internet. There was like a dumpster of like outside a restaurant, and there were cops protecting the dumpster from people who were hungry trying to go in there and get the food. Like what? What, what is, is that? that? Yeah. <laughs> like what? That was scripted. That was yeah. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. That makes no sense. Let's be great. Goodbye.